The season is winding down fast, but who will ultimately be the Spurs MVP? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Fire San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great day. What are we talking about today? Well, the season is winding down. There's only just a handful of games left on your Spurs season, which means it's time to look ahead at some uh, team awards. Now, we know the Spurs are likely not going to be seeing a player raise an NBA MVP trophy or Defensive Player of the Year trophy, but if we're just focusing on the Spurs, who are likely to be the candidates for the team MVP? We're going to be talking about that and then give a salute to the City Edition Fiesta jerseys. Who is helping me today? The guy who gets up early in the morning, the guy who texts me and says, how early can you go, Jeff? And I ask him, how early can you go, Rudy? He goes, can you do it the crack of dawn? He has Rudy Campos will sweep the league. I'm starting to think that maybe you're really Bruce Wayne and you're just coming out of your shift as Batman. So you're you're awake, you're all juiced up, adrenaline flowing. So you might as well just record Locked On Spurs. Yeah, it's the uh the PJ and coffee edition of Locked On Spurs. We've done a couple of times. But yeah, I was actually gonna say uh I just got done. Uh, throwing the Riddler back into Arkham. So uh, I'm fresh and ready to go right now. Got a couple of bumps and bruises, but I'm good. You know, you know what I miss? I didn't know. I, I usually get up early too. I'm picking with the Rudy, but I'm, I'm kind of forced to be a, uh, um, you know, morning guy because of work. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive into it. It must be quick locked on Spurs week because uh, we have another guest here, everybody. Uh, Rudy Campos, he is kind of busy at work. So we're going to have to go through this pretty fast. Everybody's been busy at work this week, Rudy, uh, from Jimenez yesterday. We had uh, the doctor, McCorkle. He did one during his shift. He had to do it super fast. Uh, Rudy, uh, the season is winding down for your San Antonio Spurs. There's just a handful of games uh, left. And then the real season begins, and that is the offseason. That's when things get interesting. But nevertheless, it's time to look ahead at possible Spurs offseason awards. Now, Today, we're going to be focusing on who are the candidates for the Spurs team individual unit roster uh, MVP, not the league MVP. We're not even going to hand out a a winner. Just who are the candidates for the Spurs MVP? So, Rudy, I'll start with you. Who is the top of your list? So I debated this when you approached me about it. And the top of my list, it's it's kind of crammed a little bit there. Um, I've got to make a case, and it's kind of weird because he's not on the team anymore, but I've got to make a case for Yako Perto because when he was on the team and he mm-hmm. was playing, he was really the most consistent and most producing player on the court night in and night out for the Spurs. But I would say because he's not on the Spurs team, I I, I slightly went ahead and said Keldon uh, over uh, Jeremy Sohan, and I cannot give it to Vassell only because the fact that he missed so many games this year, I think that really hurt, hindered his uh, chances of being a Spurs MVP uh, overall. But he's still a candidate. He still produces. But I slightly favored Keldon over Sohan. Jeremy got the game, the ball rolling at the very end of the season here. 
that's when he really started to produce. But Keldon's been consistent in the beginning. He's had a lot of droughts where he's not scoring a whole lot, playing really, really bad. But then he kicks it back up. So if I'm picking in one player, it's got to be Keldon. But I also got to say that the most consistent guy who should get love is Trey Jones. He's Mr. Consistency this year. Um, he's still producing. He's still playing the point guard position at a high level. Some of the Spurs really, really needed this season. Trey's done a fantastic job. He's got to be mentioned in that conversation as well. Well, let's look at some of uh, Keldon's numbers here since uh, you got him atop your list. Now, uh, keep in mind, everybody, we're recording this before the Milwaukee game, so that thing's obviously going to change. But 60 games played, started all 60 games uh, for the Spurs, whatever time he did you know, uh, play. Uh, 32 minutes per game, 21.8 points per game, five rebounds per game, 2.9 assist, shot the ball 45% from the field, and the three ball 32%. You, you know, he's Kelda's had a good weird season. Does that make sense to you? Like number-wise, it's it's good. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, those are great numbers. But it's weird because he was such a defensive liability for the most part this year. And up until recently, he didn't find his three-point shot until the last portion right now of the of uh, the NBA season. It, it, it's, it's interesting for me because Keldon, as much as the numbers prove that he is valuable for this team, Rudy, I still feel his game is still too one-dimensional. It's just still charge of the rim, Hopefully you get the N1 or get the bucket and scream as loud as you can. And that's it. Does that hurt his team MVP candidacy for you? Uh, You know, when it's coming to team MVP candidacy, not really. I I understand the defensive liability. He's been a liability all season long. Um, But, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's, what, maybe like three, four years into his NBA career, still relatively young, still has a lot to learn. I do get that he's one-dimensional and that, kind of is very very tough you know for a player when you're one-dimensional because you can be shut down pretty easily but I think his development is going to continue to grow in the offseason with the Spurs and it's going to help him going into next year Um, I think this year was kind of like a okay here's the ball you guys are young let's see what we can do type thing play your game get you know get familiar with each other yada 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 the whole same song, song and dance So with Keldon, I I don't think it hinders it too much as far as being a Spurs MVP candidate this season. He's done what he's supposed to do. He scored the ball. He's gotten to the basket. And you know what? We got to also look at it this way. If you can't stop a guy from scoring, I mean, and they can't stop you, then continue to do it until they can. He is scoring a career high 21.8 points per game, a career high in rebounds. I take that back. Um, Not a career high in rebounds. He's at five. His career high is last season, 6.1. But his points have shot up. His minutes slightly gone up. Uh, one more minute uh, per game. Has this recording has only recorded 44 steals. Last season, he recorded a career high 57. But you go back to that three shot, it's gotten worse. Last year, he shot 39%, which is adequate, which mm-hmm. is good. He had that really good you know, moment in last year where he was actually leading the league in three-point field goal percentage but took a dramatic plummet. Oh, man. Free throw shooting is still suspect. 76% uh, from the charity stripe. And nevertheless, yeah, I, I mean, look, if the Spurs have a player they need to have out there, 
it's him and likely Devin Vassell. We'll get into him in a while. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you just look at by numbers, you know, he is your team MVP. He leads the team in scoring. But he's going to have to improve. I mean, there's no doubt about it, right, heading into next season? No, no doubt about it. He's got to improve. And it's not just him. It's, you know, the team overall has to make a big, big jump, big leap into uh, the next phase of Spurs rebuild basketball. But, you know, one a huge case to make for Keldon, Jeff, is the fact that look at the wins that they have. Now, they don't have very many wins. I mean, they're they're not even legal to drink when it comes to wins yet. I think they only have like uh-huh. 18 wins or so. But the thing that you've got to remember is how many of those wins are due to Keldon? I mean, a good amount of them are due to him. A lot of them are actually due to Perto as well, who's not there. So without Keldon, you know, having some big games and having some great moments, that win total is a lot less. So you're probably looking at maybe 14, 13 wins Jeez. possibly. So, yeah. I mean, that kind of does help his case a little bit more. And the fact of the matter is, Devin's probably the better player on the team. But with him missing so many games, it's hard to put him above uh, a Keldon Johnson or even a Jeremy Sohan at that. All right. So he is our first candidate for Team MVP right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. When we get back, I'm going to give you my list uh, who are my MVP Spurs candidates right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Really, really happy about our new partner and sponsor today's episode, the Mobile Game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Dream no more. Your dreams can come true. This game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season. Lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches, assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging, realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free, available offline. Plays you go as you want and when you want. I've been playing it. The guys at the Locked On NBA Network are playing it. They all love it. Locked On Spurs listeners can get a 100% free boost to the franchise when they use promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to go check it out. Download the game. Just visit probasketballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up on app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. I am very excited about our new sponsor right here on Locked On Sports, the first ever local San Antonio company to advertise right here on Locked On Sports. Hey, San Antonio, did you stay up late catching the end of the Spurs game last night? And if you're in need of a pick-me-up, well, look no further than Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee. Mudslingers is locally owned an independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast. They do it friendly so you can get on with your day. Let me tell you, I go there and let me tell you, they will make me the strongest coffee that I need in just a snap of the finger and I'm ready to go. Whether you're in mood for a latte cold brew or a Red Bull infused lightning bolt, they have drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low calorie options, and even caffeine free drinks for those who want to take it easy. So swing by Mudslingers drive through Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix. Located at 2004 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. All right, let's going to continue our chat about Spurs MVP candidates. 
once the season is over. Now, once again, we're not picking a winner. We're just looking at who are the possible candidates when the season is over. Now, Rudy, you went with Keldon Johnson, so we're adding them to the list. It's my turn. I'm going to go with Devin Vassell. I know. I know he hasn't. He's been in and out of the season and missed a big chunk of uh, the season with the injury. But he provides a lot more on the court than even a guy like Keldon Johnson. Mm-hmm. He can not only get to the rim and score and get those and ones, but he can knock down the shot. He uh, plays defense. I think that's a big nod in his favor. And without him, you tend to see Keldon sputter. He they, he plays off Vassell, and yes, Vassell does play off Keldon. Also, you didn't mention a you know the uh, side of things where you said, oh, you know, without Keldon, perhaps Spurs don't get W's or as many W's in a very short list of W's, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. I think he all Keldon actually cost the Spurs some wins because of his poor defense, because mm-hmm. sometimes you know he wasn't playing stellar uh defensive ball. But when I look at uh, I look at uh, Devin Vassell, that's the Spurs really, really struggled and they struggled mightily. And everybody was anticipating his return. When is Devin coming back? When is Devin coming back? He came back. It took a while for him to get going, but nevertheless, he's been playing extremely well. Look at some of his numbers for me. Yes, 36 games played this season. I know that's that's a big, big knock to his candidacy. But 18.8 points per game, 3.9 rebounds. By the way, those points per game, a career high so far. 3.6 assists. I just vaulted over uh, Keldon there. Mm-hmm. And um, you're looking at that. Three-point percentage, 39%. Again, another aspect of Keldon, uh, that he has over Keldon. And free throw percentage, nearly 80%. He's a bit more reliable when he's healthy on that court. I'm going to add him to the candidacy list. Uh, your thoughts, Rudy? I have zero complaints about that. And like I said, Keldon, I mean, Devin would have definitely been my number one choice, hands down. The production he provides on the court is unmatchable. I mean, it's really, really high for the San Antonio Spurs. But it's for me, it's that, you know, 36 games played this season. I mean, you didn't get a whole lot of Devin this year. Uh, would it have added a whole lot more wins? No. I mean, we're not going to say we're all a 30-win team or anything like that. But his production would have been a whole lot more. You know, definitely MVP candidacy for the uh, San Antonio Spurs would have been there. He probably would have been number one on everybody's list. But for me, it's the for lack of production, uh, being injured. And you know what? You can't fault a guy for being injured. I mean, he's injured. He's injured. I mean, that's that's part of the game. Uh, but if you look at the numbers and the impact that he makes, you know, hands down, he's an MVP candidate. I mean, whenever he's on the court, Spurs are a better team. They play better. The team play is a lot better. Ball moves really crisp. He makes the right decision. He's actually, in my opinion, like I said before the season, he's that next guy for the San Antonio Spurs. He's the main, the next big guy to come out and make an impact. So I feel your choice of Devin is very, very good, and I do not disagree with it at all, but I, I look at that one area, and that's lack of games. You look at what he's been doing since his return. The last time he played was January 2nd at Brooklyn, and after that, that's when the Spurs shut him down. He came back March 2nd versus Indiana. Has scored a double figure seven, I mean, sorry, six of the last seven games since his return and has been proving to be uh, very valuable for this team. The team just flows better with him on the court. Uh, You don't have to look at the number, just the eye test alone. Just, you know, there's another threat and his willingness to take 
that last shot. We saw him do that a couple times in close games this year, and it really got to him where he didn't make it, and he was very visibly upset. So, yeah, I mean, look, he connected on five three-point shots versus Atlanta. He connected on five three-point shots versus uh, Memphis. You know, I think that aspect of his game, just he could do a little bit more than Kel did. I'm going to throw him to the pile of the MVP Spurs candidacy list. Now, talk about some dark horse. Do you think Jeremy Sohan for team MVP, can we throw him on the list? Yeah, you can. I mean, he's made a difference now. I understand his slow start. I understand his shooting percentage and all. A lot of his stuff is there, but there's one word you got to remember, and people have to remember this. It's rookie. He's a rookie. I mean, he's not going to come out of the gates. He's not LeBron James. not any of these guys that's going to come in make an instant impact night one of his NBA career. But he's actually improved entirely across the board on this NBA season. Being that Jeremy's probably going to be the only Spurs guy to make any type of NBA impact, when I say that, probably an all-NBA rookie team, then, you know, you've got to put him up there. His numbers are there, you know, when it comes to making an impact. He's got to be up there. When he's played well, the Spurs are winning, and they're playing really, really good. He's showing he can be a great two-way player for the San Antonio Spurs. you got to throw him in as a dark horse when it comes to the Spurs MVP candidacy. Yeah, he made the NBA all-rising uh, team. He's been breaking records, at least rookie records, for the San Antonio Spurs. And you're starting to see the team talk about his value. Recently, mm-hmm. when the Spurs had that big win versus the, the Hawks in San Antonio, you saw Keldon and Devin Vassell say, we can't wait till Sohan's back with us because we want to get some chemistry going with him to close out the season. It, I mean, that has to be a big compliment towards him, Rudy. Yeah, it is a big compliment. I mean, you know, the thing with Jeremy is that his slow start had a lot of people concerned. You know, was he worth a top 10 pick? Was he worth this? And it comes back to you've got to allow the guy to develop, man. I mean, he's coming from Baylor, you know, NCAA team to the NBA. He didn't get really any run in Austin, which is kind of weird for a rookie in the first system. So, I mean, you're going him right into the fire, and he's produced. It took him a little while, but, hey, you know, the baby doesn't develop overnight. It takes time for the baby to develop, and that's something that Jeremy's done. Done at a very, very fast pace. And mm-hmm. yeah, getting a praise from his teammates is a hundred percent, you know, something that he needs to hear and he needs to get not only the teammates, but the coaching staff. Pop is all in on Jeremy Sohan. Yeah, Popovich even called um or compared Jeremy's motor to De- uh, to Manu Ginobili this season. That's mm-hmm. high praise. Yeah, he got already Popovich got some comparison towards Sohan about, you know, that that competitiveness that Sohan uh, provides. Definitely going to add him uh, to the uh, pile of MVP candidates for your silver and black. And yeah, you mentioned that the whole Baylor thing, you know, he averaged what, like nine points per game at Baylor. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that was it. That was it. And you know, nobody saw that. I mean, I think everybody saw the, um, the defensive side of things and I get why he would be picked in a, in a top 10 situation, but offensively, I mean, it's just been amazing. 10.9 points per game this season for the rookie, 5.3 rebounds, 2.5 assists, shooting the ball 45% from the field. Got to work in that three shot. And the remember when the free throw shot was a big concern? Mm-hmm. As of this recording, he's up to 70%. So he's made a big, big, big leap. When we get back, we're going to wrap up this discussion, add a few more people to the list. 
of Spurs MVP and then say farewell to the City Edition Fiesta jerseys right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. But before we do that, I want to talk about FanDuel. The NCAA tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. You can even build your favorite NBA bets for the week. It can include, you know, the spread, player points, rebounds, assists, and much, much more. FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. Don't miss out your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Who else are you going to throw in to your Spurs MVP pile? We already got, so we officially entered Keldon, Devin, and Jeremy. And I think I think you entered Pirtle as well. I think you did say Pirtle. Um, yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah. Jakob Pirtle it has to be in there. Yeah. You had an interesting point, though. You mentioned Trey Jones. You can throw him in the pile? Yeah, I mean, he's top five. He's got to be top five in the candidacy. I mean, he's got to be one of the five players in there. Trey Jones, he's been consistent. Now, and people are probably like, oh, Trey Jones, what the hell are you talking about? Well, make a, you can easily make a case for Trey Jones. He's been the most consistent spur out of everybody. You know, when he's had an off game, he's always bounced back with double-digit points, maybe double-digit assists. He's the motor that makes this team go. And if not for Trey, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher ride for Keldon, for guys like Devin when he's playing. Trey makes it a lot easier for, for Jeremy as well. When they need a score, Trey tends to get to the basket, maybe get an and one. I mean, he does the little things. He's he's an above average, I guess, you know, and I'm, this is not blasphemy, but he's an above average Patty Mills type of role player. You know, Patty came in, he would make a difference. You know, he would knock down a three, he'd score some points, do the little things. And that's something that Trey does. And the reason I have him above average Patty Mills because he actually starts for the San Antonio Spurs. So I think there's a lot of cases and a lot of reasons why you can make the case for Trey Jones for the uh, Spurs energy candidacy. But one guy that you failed to mention, Jeff, and I just remembered him right now. Can we throw the injury report into the MVP candidacy, please? Because that has been the most consistent person on the San Antonio Spurs season. I actually have the injury report number one over everybody. Exactly. Uh, You know, for those that are hoping the Spurs get that number one pick or number two or number three, that injury report has been the MVP. Every (laughs) time it comes out and it's just like a laundry list of half the roster, everybody's like, yay, keep on doing that. Uh, yeah, but overall, it, it's interesting to see this uh, young Spurs team develop. They they started coming around like at the worst time for their future sake with the draft just right around the corner. Like now, you want to pick up wins. Now you want to be competitive again. Like not now. Don't do this now. They'll be getting wins against Atlanta or going to overtime versus Dallas. Uh, but all in all, it should be interesting to see who will ultimately be the. Spurs MVP right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we let Rudy go, we got to pay a salute. Pour one out, if they say, for the Spurs City Edition Fiesta jersey. Now, for those who don't know, this is it. This season is the last season. There will be a Spurs Fiesta-themed City Edition jersey. As the sources at the Spurs tell me, that the trilogy is over. So, but 
I gotta make this very clear. They didn't say it was the end of that look. They just said, Rudy, it's the end of the Fiesta Edition Jersey City Edition uh, version. So who knows? Next season they can announce that that City Edition is going to be the new primary. You know, the the icon of the association. But as yeah. far as the City Edition Fiesta Jersey is concerned, it's over after this season. So they've been three. There's been three. There's this year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is um, which is a, a throwback to the Spurs uh, or San Antonio's All Star Game. There's the OG, the black with just the three swipe or, or the stripes across the uh, chest, mm-hmm. and then there's last year's, which looked like sherbet. That's the best way to describe it, like just <laughs> like orange and blue sherbet. So rank them, rank them. Who's number one? Who's mm-hmm. number two? Which one is number three? Well, uh, like Johnny Black, I'm the I'm a Johnny Cash on the Man in Black. I I really like the three stripe one, but there's something about that Fiesta themed jersey that was came out this year uh, brought back memories of you know Jordan playing in the All Star game in San Antonio. Brought back a memory of the same All Star game where we saw Shaq dunk over David Robinson, and it was just like. I'm going to have to go with the Fiesta theme because it brought back some of those all-star game memories. I mean, I was in high school when it was here, so yeah. I remember going downtown to uh, mm-hmm. the all-star jam and all that stuff. So that's number one for me. Number two is going to be, man, it's going to be the Sherbert one. I, I really? actually like those. I really oh, like those a whole lot. I I actually got a, uh, uh, I actually got one. It's a James Silas edition jersey. I know mm-hmm. you've seen it. So that was actually I love it. I love that look. It's it's popping. It's colorful. I like to wear colorful shoes. You know, you know, sneakers and all. I'm, I just love it. And then sadly, the third is the uh, the three stripe one. Even though I love that one too, I have to put that third because it's typical wow. Spurs. It's black. It's black. It's got three colors. Could have been a lot more to it, but I'm just I, I like the colors, man. I mean, the colors are popping. They match with my shoes, so I got to go with those first two. Well, our, our list is radically different. I thought it was going to line up pretty close, but no. I got number one, the first ones they did, the black with the three uh, Fiesta color stri- stripes and San Antonio mm-hmm. kind of written across. That's still number one for me. Number mm-hmm. two is this year's City Edition jerseys, the throwback to the All-Star game. And then I got last year's Sherbert-looking ones as the worst. <laughs> I think I think they were just too – I don't know. I, I, something about that white was throwing me off. Oh, I, I like kind of the darker look. Uh, but yeah, this is it, everybody. So you only got a few more games of the Fiesta City Edition themed Spurs jerseys to enjoy. So who knows, Rudy? They could pull a, a curveball and they're just playing on words right now saying, yeah, that's it for the City Edition Fiesta thing. But that doesn't mean it's going to shift over to like their icon or their association or it becoming their primary jersey now because yeah. they still go with the primary, the white and the black ones. But if they're going to switch out the City Edition jersey next season, which obviously they are, maybe they might bring back the white ABA throwbacks. What about that? I was just going to say the. I was going to say I would like to see the white throwbacks come back. Nothing, honestly, nothing's going to ever top the uh, the all black edition San Antonio across the chest uh, jerseys. I mean those those are number one by far, in my opinion, on any jersey period when it comes to the Spurs. I mean that that look is just. It's just intimidating to me when you see that jersey on the court. I really love it. But 
the white ABA edition, man, I would, I'd love to see that come back. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that they can do things. I'd love to see the uh, the old Fiesta Spurs logo just across, mm-hmm. you know, like the side of the shorts yeah. or even across the chest part. Something exactly. like that would be cool. I mean, it's just got to be a little bit better. But, I mean, it's San Antonio's. The logo's kind of basic, so it's kind of like there's only so much you can do with it. But, you know, it, it is what it is. He is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. And check out his show, Sweep the League. Uh, you can find out information about that and much, much more on his uh, profile there. And thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Rudy's got to go. He's got to get himself supercharged for work. So do I. But we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. For Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.